back. This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> The army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bomb Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. This is Live at Five, Live at Five, wow, Live incredible. at Five. Yeah, here we are. Yeah. Live and uh, local, as they say. Live and local. Uh, we got an in-studio guest with a story that you've uh, actually heard about. I, uh, I told uh, a, a lot of people, at least in the last couple of days, that Bill from uh, Make, Make Sense a Redemption Center on Murray Street, right, Bill? Yep. Yeah, step up to the microphone. Yeah, um, incredible story of a local business that's really been screwed by a, by a monopoly. we got to be careful to some degree. I, I know that, Bill. But uh, your story is compelling because whenever we hear anything to do with a, a local business person, especially, uh, that is truly getting you know the, the short end of the stick. Uh, and if you could just pull that microphone just a little bit closer. Yeah, right about there. Okay. So, uh, Bill, your full name. Bill Huxemeyer. Well, Bill Huxemeyer. Makes Sense Redemption Center. Uh, you have uh, state of the. I mean, we've seen a lot of redemption centers here, there, everywhere. Uh, but you've gone all out because mm-hmm. of that automated system you have there. You have at least uh, whenever I go there, there's ten people working there. Yeah. And not to mention the people adding the uh, building an add-on to your Larray Street uh, uh, location. What was that before you built? Uh, put that in there. What was that before? Like a garage? Uh, welding shop. Step a little quick. Welding yeah. shop. It was a well. Okay, so, and it was always like an industrial shop. But for many years, I didn't remember it being occupied. But anyway, how many people do you employ there? Uh, 13. 13 people, a lot of family members? No, just uh, me and my wife, and then oh. everybody else's employees and friends. And, right, right, you know, right. we're, we're like a family, you know? Yeah, you really are. And you open seven days a week? Yep. So, and that's that's unprecedented because I can't. Sixty-eight remember. hours. Sixty-eight hours a week. Yep. What time do you open in the morning? Eight o'clock, uh, Monday through Saturday, and we close at six. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, it's nine to five. Is okay, great. All right. So, um, are you able as a small business with that many people? You know, they rely on you. They're they're making a, I'm I'm sure a good working wage. It's dirty work and whatnot. Yeah, I feel everybody makes a, a very good living there. Yeah, and and the investment you made in the automation system because when I bring my cans there. There's this. Uh, it just looks like a reverse process of a of a of a of a, of a uh, you know a water a mill because you got this ladder, so to speak. You put all the cans in there, and it goes up, and it's counting that. That's not cheap. That whole system. No, and that's we put that all in originally when we opened up four years ago. That's um, that just receives customers, counts the units, and elevates it up into that big cage. Right, right. And then in April of this year, we added on that um, long piece of equipment that's the sorting machine mm-hmm. and that um, actually does most of the sorting 
So if you know, if can I ask dollar amounts? You know what you will put into the sorting machine? Is that a six-figure investment? Yeah the the actual sorting machine that yeah, was it looks new sophisticated, in April. Yeah, just that piece of equipment was over two hundred and sixty thousand dollars. And and then we had to do some renovations to the building because it was big. Right. Um. We had to take a wall out. We had to put a whole new heating system in because the original furnaces were on the floor where the machine sits. So, yeah, so we had to hang a furnace off the ceiling. Mm-hmm. We had to remove a chimney. We had, you know, we're adding on this ad- addition. Right. Uh, we're, we're like, uh, it's about a $350,000 project since April. And you're in a great spot as far as location. You're, you're, you know, you're right there where people from Fort Drum can come from the north side. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's on the north side, mind you, but it's just, it's a convenient location because it's right where all the roads meet. Uh, uh, where Route 11 is. Yeah, where the it's an co- ideal location. We really, uh, we did well finding it. Yeah, and how, well, are you a native of northern New York, Bill? Yep, uh, born, raised my whole life in DePauville. And what got you into the redemption business? Um, there was a small redemption center that was operating and for sale in DePauville. Mm-hmm. And um, I was working full-time, and my wife was interested in, in doing that as her livelihood. Yeah. And um, so she bought that, and... Just hit the ground running, so she actually started it all. And then four years ago, you started the uh, place here in Lorray Street. Yeah, so four years ago, I uh, I resigned from my nine to five and made and all went the all in on this. Right, and it's been going well up until recently. We'll get into the details there, but how's it been going? Uh, well, we're making our our living off it, and right. you know, we we do okay. Yeah, okay, uh, which is great because you you have to be doing okay to buy all that equipment to sustain that. And like I've said, I've seen retention centers come and go. It is a dirty business. It's not easy to retain employees anywhere these days, Bill. Sure, sure. So you know that without getting into the weeds there, because that's just a fact of life. Uh, and everyone wants six figures. I want a job with a vacation. I don't want to get dirty. <laughs> uh, but uh, sometimes you got to get dirty in order to make a good living, and that's what you're providing. And you're also in, you know doing something for the environment because what was it 20 years ago when they started coming back with redemption centers or, or you know, for the, fi- I remember a time where we didn't have to d- do anything with our I cans believe, and bottles. I believe redemption started in the uh, early eighties. I, I Yes, but they really got aggressive, you know, I'm going to say 25 years. I mean, it's, they added the water, I believe in the um, mid nineties. Gotcha. So when it first started, it was just, Basically, beer and soda. Right, right. And with the water industry, you know, holy yeah. cow, how many millions and millions of water bottles are there? Right. So they added that in, I believe, in the, the mid-90s. So while all this is happening, just like so many other industries, particularly in it, from what I gather in the redemption business, there's one primary business that you have to work with. And their, that, that's, that, their name is Tamra. Tamra, yep. T-O-M-R-A. Is that an acronym? I don't think so. Is it like uh, the the outsiders think, who make yeah. a lot of money or people like you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh, uh, people. So uh, Tamra is, and we say monopoly because you, you don't have, in other words, um, there's distribution centers like R&DC, there's uh, Southern. I'm talking about people that sell a liquor to, to outlets throughout the country. There's not many, but you have you know, some to you know work with. In your case, Tamra dictates everything, and they are the only business. They're my only option. So, and what Tamra does is they they pay you for all the cans that you receive at your center. Yes, they uh, we pay the customer a nickel, mm-hmm. and when it gets processed, sorted, loaded on the truck, we get our nickel back plus a three and a half cent per container handling fee. Nice. 
And the three and a, I've only been in the business for five years when, since we, we opened up in DePoeville in uh, 2019, mm-hmm. 2018, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So I, we've been in it for five, six years. Right. Um, the handling fee of three and a half cents right. has been the same since the 90s. Wow. Yeah. And it's... Uh, I take that back. It might have, uh, 2008, I, I'm sorry, 2008. Mm-hmm. So the state regulates the law. Mm-hmm. There, It's a law. Mm-hmm. So the state regulates the law, and the law says that a redemption center would get three and a half cent handling fee, right. and it's been that since 2008. Mm-hmm. So how the state figures that somebody can maintain and operate a business on the same amount of money today right. as they could in 2008 is just beyond my, uh, I can't even figure it out. Well, and, and, and that was a long time ago already, and the rate of inflation. You could, you could hire people for $7 an hour. Right, right. Exactly. You know, yes, then. right. And you know, and, 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 and you could buy gas for a, a buck something a gallon. And, right. you know, every single expense we have mm-hmm. is Two to three times more than what it was in two thousand eight. And who dictates that three and a half cents? The state. So that's in the the bottle bill. It's a it's a law. It's and, a law. When does that come up for vote? When do um, other lobbyists? There's a lot of movement on it right now, and they're they're not in session. They're going to be in session after the first of the year. Right. And we think that they're going to address it after the first of the year as far as the handling fee. Right. Okay. Uh, and then they want to introduce new containers, like mm-hmm. currently sports drinks. Uh, wines, liquors, uh, juices—none mm-hmm. of that has a deposit. So mm-hmm. they want to—they want to introduce new containers. Mm-hmm. They want to raise the deposit to ten cents for the consumer, mm-hmm. and they—and then they will also raise the, uh, the handling, handling fee, fee for me. That would be a big jump. That would if be it went a huge from five jump. to ten cents, and then three and a half. I'm assuming they'd go up to seven or something. Well, of that they're talking—they're talking six. Okay, all right. Which seems like a lot, three and a half to six. Right. But if, if with inflation, yeah, right. we had been receiving raises from mm-hmm. 2008 till current, right. we should already be above six. You, you should. Yes. But that's not even the issue. I mean, that's one issue. The, 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 it hasn't stuck with the cost of living, uh, especially in the last two years under you-know-three years under you-know-who. Not to mention Kathy Hochul is spending more time worrying about people on, online uh, than something like this. Uh, but but your newest problem started like like a month or two ago. No, way longer than that. But, okay. Um, uh, real bad in uh, July. July. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that company Tamra they had a cyber attack. Right. On July tenth, mm-hmm. and it's just been a nightmare ever since. And they at that point they based uh, what they it's hard to explain, but when I spoke to you, they're using that as a, an excuse, if you will for not paying you a large amount of money because they're claiming, from what I gather, is that their computer, after this this malware issue that they had, if it happened at all, doesn't mesh with the deposits that you made with the company at that same time in July. Is that right, Bill? Right. So um, what happened in July is uh, we received no payment that Friday. So they, they discovered they had a cyber attack on a Monday, mm-hmm. and then we would have received payment on Friday. No contact from them whatsoever. No emails, no text, no nothing. Just no payment on Friday, and I was expecting over forty thousand dollars. Yes, yeah. and just nothing. So on Friday, when we didn't get our deposit, 
we, meaning every single redemption center in New York State, right. started calling, texting, right. emailing, whatever. Right. And um, so then they, we received an email, I believe, late in the day Friday or maybe Monday the next week, whatever, right. um, that explained they had this cyber attack. Well, if they knew on Monday they had a cyber attack and mm -hmm. payments were due Friday, right. why wouldn't they have contacted everybody and said, we're really sorry, we can't make payment on Friday, right. we're going to make it on Monday. So we did get our payment on Monday. The full amount. Nope, it was an estimated payment. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. So they so they did estimated payments from that point through, uh, I believe, uh, Friday, October 13th. So that's months after the first yeah. initial yeah. Uh, issue. And um, so then on... Friday, October 20th, again, no contact from them whatsoever. Right. They just stopped payment. Hmm. So I didn't receive payment for two full weeks. Hmm. And my payments are $35,000, give or take. Right. And, um, and that's based on how many containers I send to them. Mm -hmm. And we receive over a half million containers a week mm. that we buy from customers at five cents a container mm -hmm. quick math five hundred thousand right. times nickels is twenty five thousand dollars right i spend twenty five thousand dollars a week mm. buying cans from customers mm -hmm. and then i have my payroll right. and if i don't get paid thirty five thousand dollars from that company right. i'm i'm out of money so first of all do you have an attorney on this like no, uh, attorney Jim I've, Levin I've working on your side i've talked to a few of them locally and they feel Tamra is too big of a company, and they can't. They wouldn't be able to handle it because well, they would have huge lawyers, and and it would just be a, a very big on taking for a lawyer to take. All right. So this has been going on for over four months. The big, uh, it's happened twice where they didn't pay you. And let, let's get back into the payment thing. You explained this to me. This is like your your employer depositing, you know, your paycheck of two, maybe three, four weeks for that matter, directly into your into your pay, uh, bank account. Right. That's so they did goes. these estimated payments. From July through October 13th, and then, and, and no contact, but kind of like hearsay or it was if you didn't receive payment, it's because you were overpaid through the um, estimated payment period. Well, okay. So they released statements mm -hmm. finally at some point, I don't know, maybe early October. Mm-hmm. And we were able to access statements for 40 loads. Hmm. So they gave me credit for 40 loads. Mm -hmm. In that same time period, I had sent out 66 loads. Wow. So they weren't giving me credit for 26 loads at, you know, give or take $8,000 a load. Which, uh, do the math there, that's so a lot. So it's like $190,000, $90,000 that they didn't give me credit for. Right, right. They had made these estimated payments. Right. So they... On their books, mm -hmm. I was overpaid a lot of money right. because I wasn't being credited for mm -hmm. 26 times $8,000. So, so they stopped payment for the 20th and the 27th. Mm -hmm. So then finally they returned my calls, mm -hmm. and I'm like, you've got 40 statements. Mm -hmm. We sent out 66 loads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I need to be paid this coming Friday. I'm completely out of money. If right. we're going to keep the doors open, we mm -hmm. need to be paid. Right. So um, at that point, we had we had calculated the estimated payments versus what we had actually sent out, and they were $98,000 off. Wow. They owed me $98,000 mm -hmm. on 
Friday the 27th of October. Less than a month ago. Yep. Yeah, so they, they actually paid me 61000 mm. that day. Mm. So they're still like 38000 behind from July to October. Um, and then they sent an email to all redemption centers that said, we're sorry, we handled this wrong. Mm. Um, we're going to resume normal weekly payments from the prior week. Right. Moving forward, yeah. we're going to figure everything out. And then we're going to contact each individual redemption center to make and, up for the difference and figure out if you're overpaid, if you're underpaid, yeah. and and get it resolved. Okay, at some point, right. they didn't give us a time frame. That's they just unsettling. said it would, that's unsettling. I mean, well, you're talking about a lot. But of at money. least it's progress. Yeah. At least it's at least it's going to be payments moving forward. Right. Um. So we receive the first normal payment, and not not huge mistakes, but Mistakes in the normal billing. Uh, um, we get paid um, the, for the containers, right. and then we get the handling fee, and then we get um, a low. Um, I do drop trailers, mm -hmm. so smaller redemption centers. The drivers go right to their redemption center, mm -hmm. and they load their product. Mm -hmm. The driver has to load their own product. Mm -hmm. The redemption center is not responsible for loading the trucks. Okay. So since I load their trucks, right, you do. they pay that. me a loading fee. Hmm. It's not a lot. Right. I'm it's $125 a load. Okay. For so, the whole truck. Yeah. Which is a typical 500 bags. Yeah, right. Um if I put if I put one person on it, right. it would take one person all day. Right. To so do that. and I pay my people more than $125 a day, well, so I'm losing money loading their truck. Wow. So they they weren't paying my in the last couple of weeks that they resume normal payments, right. they don't pay me my loading fees. Mm -hmm. They don't pay me for all of the product that they've taken. Right. Um, so that was the first week. And then this past Friday, we should have been paid for four loads that went out the previous week. Mm -hmm. And one of them was Monday, November 6th. Mm -hmm. I get my statement. They didn't pay me anything for Monday, November 6th. That's incredible. And it was a, a $9,000 load. So... It took me until today, from from Friday of last week mm -hmm. until today, mm -hmm. Tuesday, mm -hmm. for me to get anybody on the phone. And 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 they admitted, yes, we forgot to pay you for that load. Wow! So and we're gonna they're gonna pay me this coming Friday for it. So right. it'll be a week late on payment on that. Right, right. So and you're not gonna get any interest on all no, this stuff. No, no. So, but here uh, collectively, what's the sum total you think you're out of this? Because you know you've gone through so much. So many, uh, oh, we're going to be delayed here, this, that, and the other thing. You might, you probably lose, you know, they're, I, they're an idea into me from, from prior to cyber attack. Yeah. There was a lot of mistakes, huh. a lot of missing products, yeah. uh, a lot of missing fees. Um, and then cyber attack forward till now. Yeah. They're into me for over $100,000. Over $100,000. Back pay right now. But it, it, but not for nothing, it was worse, but it seems like they're trying to catch yeah, up. Yeah. So here. now they're at, uh, in that in that period of time when I had 66 loads I right, sent out, right. they're up to 58. Hmm. They're, they're giving me credit for 58 of them up to this point. Right. So, you know, once they. Uh, Give me credit for the other eight loads, and right. then and and get accurate payments moving forward. Right. You know, maybe we can get it resolved in the in the next. Uh, you know, maybe by spring. What, I'm hoping. Whenever you talk to a person that time, or when they finally get back to you, is it the same person? No, that's not. That's problematic too. No, yeah. 
Yeah. They don't know what the past history is, and I doubt they have a list there saying, "Oh, so and so contacted you with you know." Do they ha- do you have to go through the whole rigmarole? There's one main person that is kind of like uh, the terminal manager right. or the operations manager of the yeah. Farmington location. Right. So um, Farmington, he, where? Uh, down by Rochester, along the throughway. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's where that's where the trucks come from that pick up from us. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So all right, uh, Tamra, they. You you're not you're not a Tomer location. You you work with Tomer, but Tomer owns Redemption Centers. Yeah, that's the best part. Okay, so that yep. and I, that's what I was. So leading to. I should be Tomer's customer, right? And that's all I should be, right? Is Tomer's customer on behalf of the national companies, right? So so Tomer picks up for me on behalf of Pepsi, mm-hmm. on behalf of Coke, on behalf of Poland. Mm-hmm. Everything has to be separated. Right. So there's bags of Coke cans, there's bags of Coke bottles, there's bags of Poland spring water bottles. Right. Right. So everything has to be counted and separated. Mm-hmm. And then when we get payment, we get paid for X amount of Poland bottles, X amount of Coke bottles. Wow. So so Tamra is the in-between of the big beverage companies mm-hmm. and the Redemption Center. Mm-hmm. So Tamra should be... I should be Tamra's customer, right. and I should only be Tamra's customer. Right. But they own redemption centers, so they're but, also my competition. You, yeah. And there's one main one here. Two. There's two. Okay. Yep. yep. And do, do you want to disclose they're the, what? They're the only two redemption centers in Watertown yeah. other than mine. Uh, interesting. Yeah. And one's on uh, Coleman Ave behind Burger King by the, Tractor Supply. Okay. Gotcha. And the other one's out on Route 37, almost a long ways. Okay. And w- yep. what about, is there one out on out of Washington Street? Or is that the... There was. Okay. When, uh, when, when uh, my wife and I opened up in, uh, in Watertown in December of 19, so mm-hmm. almost four years ago, right. um, there was five Tamra-owned redemption centers. Mm-hmm. In the area. Right. And uh, one was on Washington Street. Right. One was on Factory Street. Right. One was on Coleman Ave. Mm-hmm. One was on Route 37. Mm-hmm. And one was in Adams. Okay. So since we've opened, yeah. they've closed three of them. Why? So now, Any reason why? Because um, because customers come to us rather than them. Okay. So they were losing And we out offer to, to... the same exact thing as any other redemption center. Right. Five cents per container. Right. I didn't, I didn't do anything underhanded. I didn't... I didn't pay seven cents per container or, to try or ha- to or have the dart thing where you threw darts at. The, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no gimmicks, yeah, no right, gimmicks. Right, right, right. Um, so we just offer five cents per container, the same as any other redemption center. Right. So for some reason, and I know the reasons, uh, customers will drive right past two Tamra locations mm-hmm. to come to us. And why is that? Because customer service. Customer service. Right. And I've out. heard it. I've heard it at least. 50,000 times in the last four years, and mm-hmm. I'm not exaggerating. Accuracy. We take these same exact four bags right. to Tamra, mm-hmm. same stuff, same size bags. Mm-hmm. You guys give us twice as much money as they do. Wow. Really? Yep. So they're robbing off, they're ripping off the public. The Tamra people. Yep. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, and uh, wow. yeah, it's just ridiculous. All right, well, um, Monopoly, Tamra, uh, here's the big question. This is what I wanted to ask you right from the outset. Is this the real? Is this the reset button for Tom? Or are they trying to, you know, rub you guys out? And if so, they're not going to have any customers around here because you just stated this. There's no other redemption centers. Well, right. Why are they know, doing this? Is the question. I I think it's to thin out the herd. Yeah, but at the end of the day, that means there's going to be no one's going to be able to 
bring their cans and bottles anywhere other than to Route 37 and the other well, location. That's a, people need their money. Yeah. If so you got, if you do you got, think a whole county could depend on two? I mean, well, I don't think so. Yeah, no, impossible. I don't think so. So you think that this is a purge? Yeah, and and, and a shakedown. So well, to speak. Um, there's a. I don't know how old the Facebook page is, right? But July 10th, it got very active. There's a Facebook page. I think it's called. I hate NN- <laughs> Basically, <laughs> right? Uh, NNY bottle something. Yeah, right. Uh, redemption, right. and um, it's mostly Redemption Street or Re- Redemption Center owners right. are on this Facebook page, sure. and everybody shares stories right. and ideas and whatever. And um, there's one uh, lady over Albany Way that's very active mm-hmm. in the politics of it and the the increasing the handling fee. Right. And um, she goes to uh, legislative meetings in right. Albany. Right. And um, mm-hmm. so she's got calculations and she's got lists and and she calculates over a hundred redemption centers have closed since July. Since since the glitch, yeah. Well, we we're one of them. We had to close our Harrisville right, location. Right, 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 right. Uh, we were going to close for the winter, but when we were out of money, right. we had to make a choice: either Watertown to. or Harrisville. And we had to choose Watertown because we have to keep that one going. That's our main right. livelihood. And who? How many jobs is does that you know uh, affect in, in Harrisville? Only two. Yeah, I, yeah okay, it, but, but still, it's, you know, not, I don't want to say only two. Two. Yeah, you it's know, two people, and the community now has to drive. Now, the, and and most likely, most likely, Tomro will get that business. How so? Because though? they own one in Governor uh, and they yeah. own one in Carthage. Yeah, but at the end of the so day, so from Harrisville, yeah. where are you going to go? Yeah. Carthage or Governor is your two main places to go. Uh, to, to me, though, I just especially in the winter months, I just think people aren't just going to do it. Or, I, uh, I hope they just hoard them. Yeah, and and hopefully we can open back up in the spring. Right. And hopefully we're very very busy to, to yeah. catch up from the winter uh, stockpile. Yeah, because it is a pain in the neck to get you know in and out, and people wait to the last minute after this. I can imagine what September looks at your place after the summer is over. Yeah. It's probably the busiest. Well, look how. Uh, Today was a nice day up until it started raining. Yeah, right. And it was awful now. Yeah. But geez, I I left there at four forty to come over here. Yeah. They were still lined right up, snowing and cold, yeah, right. and you know people have a lot of containers they have to return. <laughs> yeah. Well, we drink a lot. Uh, like you said, we got we're a big. We're, well, first of all, we're the beer capital of the planet, so they get a lot <laughs> of. You know, we really are. Yeah. And so, and 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 a lot of this is consumed at home. Uh, for drum, blah blah blah. So per capita, yeah, we we have a lot of cans and bottles. You you, you created a business. Uh, it hasn't been there that long. You stepped it up from the normal redemption center where you have a big box and you just kind of count it along. And not not no discredit to any other redemption center. It's a necessary business. But you went the extra mile to make investments in the latter, and then also, like you said, uh, what you did this past spring. So and then all of this, uh, I just can't believe though. There isn't uh, some type of how do I put this uh, class action suit? You got enough people just in New York State. Can you all throw in a couple of bucks and get a, a lobbyist for you, I'm, an attorney? I'm ready to go. I'll chip in whatever I can scrape up. You yeah. know, uh, has there been some real serious active? There's talk people about? that talk it, but I don't think anybody ever actually steps up and does it. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know what type of attorney would would take that, but it would be some law firm that's probably active in. And the you know, problem is, is Tamra is a multi-billion-dollar company, right? So I'm sure they have a whole arsenal of lawyers, so t- and it would be a a huge on-taking for any lawyer to go up against them. So do you think there's a conference room somewhere with Tamra? I mean, you say it's in Farmington, but Tamra's a much bigger company than a Farmington they're a, location. They're an international company, right. and, and they're actually. 
I believe, home base is Norway. Norway. So they're not even a United States company. Well, neither is they National They operate Grid. in the United States, but they're they're uh, they're not a, a a a United States company. So I could see some conference room with a bunch of uh, a bunch of guys just saying, "Look, by the year 2025, we want this number. You know, we want to control it this way." Well, you know, Mister Al Smithers, how can we do that? From you know, Mister Burns from the Simpsons, how could we do that, Ms. Smithers? Well, sir, uh, we can just make sure that one day we have some issue with our computer, with our accounting program, one day. And then just you know uh, have a ripple effect. Well, uh, within months, we'll lose at least thirty, maybe forty percent of all the ma and pa shops, which apparently happened since July. Yeah. Am I spelling a, an accurate depiction yeah. of and, what uh, might be an intentional uh, uh, process here? And again, I'm only relaying information I read off of this Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Um, this lady that's a Redemption Center owner, the old and she's, lady. Yeah. yeah, and she's very active in a lot of uh, aspects of it. Yeah, she. Puts a lot of uh, numbers on Facebook, yeah. and I believe the numbers were ten years ago. There was over two thousand redemption centers in New York State. Hmm. Now they're down to under a thousand. Wow! So people like um, I use this example. Take a take the 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 Tug Hill Plateau. Right. You got Watertown on one corner, Plasky on the other. Right. Lowellville mm. on a corner and uh, Lions Falls on a right, corner. Right, that's where there's redemption centers. Mm-hmm. Look how big that piece of land is. That's huge. So if you're in Barnes Corners, right. you got to drive all the way to Watertown, Pulaski, right. Lions Falls, or right. or Lowellville to take your cans back. That's incredible. You know that's that's horrible. Yeah, yeah. It, you know every time a redemption center pops up, yeah. it's competition to me. Right. But the the community needs more redemption centers. No, uh, uh, yeah, the community's not stopping. And the community uh, is growing, and they're drinking more. So right. if, if 10 years ago there was 2,000 redemption centers, mm-hmm. and now there's less than 1,000 in New York State, right. and probably Tomer owns half of those, right, right, right. you know, it's just it's unfair. So if we went to see the the corporate bottom line for Tamra, uh, are they a public? I'm sure they're a public. I company. believe so. Yes. So if we saw their stock numbers within this time period, and someone could look at this, uh, you know, we can get the guy from CNBC to roll up his sleeves and say, "Wow, look, Tamra's stock has gone up 20 percent in the last four months." What would that tell you? Their profits are bigger. Oh well, yeah, because they're not shelling out as and, much money, and they're at such an an unfair advantage over anybody else. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I have to completely sort everything. I have to put only Poland bottles in a bag, Walmart bottles in a bag, right. Price Chopper water bottles in a bag. Oh, God. At their Tamra-owned redemption centers, they don't do that. Hmm. They mix it all. Right. And, and, and they get the full fee. So when a customer brings a bottle to me, I give them five cents. Mm-hmm. When it goes out on the truck, I get... The five cents and a three and a half cent handling fee on top of that. Right, right, right. So I get eight and a half cents back. Mm-hmm. And like I said a little while ago, it's been that since 2008. Right. So okay. somebody probably should have their head examined to even get in this business. I, that was my next you question know? because you kind of walked in on something that was already behind the times, but right. you know, you had so, success in the And I had my wife right. mostly had this vision right. and I helped make it happen. Right, right. Um right. with the way we do things, mm-hmm. we can do it very efficiently. Gotta, so we yeah. can actually probably turn a, a profit mm-hmm. at this three and a half cent right. two thousand and eight rate, right. but most redemption centers can't. Right, Which and is... we have a uh, with buying our property, opening up with the original equipment, mm-hmm. and then doing this three hundred fifty thousand dollar add on. Right, uh, three years into the business, right, right. we're we're in at over a million dollars. Wow, you know to to receive 
uh, cans and bottles. Right, right, right. You know, and and that's the only reason that we can kind of be profitable mm-hmm. is because of the money we invested. Right. Well, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, but at the same time, uh, your 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 uh, your revenue, you know, source or streaming really uh, took a huge hit. Oh yeah. And it, it creates sleepless nights. Needless to say, I got to do a break right now. We're already uh, 21 minutes before the hour, so let's do this with Bill. It makes sense redemption, and uh, we'll take phone calls after this break too, Bill, if you want. Okay. We'll uh, have some people's thoughts on this, and we'll be back right after this. Huge Hyundai Holiday Savings event is happening right now at Fuel Truck. Get to the bay. FX Capura, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Route 12, and Alexandria Bay. We're open seven days a week. Take the money-saving drive and save. Oh, we're with Bill at uh, Make Sense Redemption Center. Uh, so, uh, some, some people have been texting me. They're hoarding their cans and bottles so that when all this is uh, taken care of, um, but it just seems, it, you know, again, not to be nefarious, not to think that all corporations think this way, but this is a shakedown, and... I, you know, I don't know if that's going to get me or you in trouble, <laughs> but it, that's it's got all, all the earmarks of this is this is part of the plan. Does anyone truly know that they had a malware issue that day in July? Well, multi-billion dollar company, I can't believe that they wouldn't have IT people on staff right. that could have fixed this a lot sooner than... And it's still not fixed. And well, we're talking months and months and months. There's, there's big companies like United Airlines, you know, big, big companies that have these issues. That, you know, but but typically people are re- reimbursed. You know, if you don't go on your flight, you can't be charged. In this case, it seems like it's one big accounting mess. But I keep coming back to this is all on purpose because the less they have to deal with, you know, I keep referring to the mom pause. I'm assuming... The people that closed since July, just like your place in Harrisville, wasn't as big as your place on on Luray Street. I would guess probably not. So they get rid of like the the two, you know the ten percent, you know the the, the the ten thousand cans or less per week, whichever. I'm coming up with numbers up, but your place is on average probably one of the bigger redemption centers, certainly in Watertown, but on average much bigger than the average redemption center yeah, across I the country. Yeah, I would say um, we are probably. Other than probably New York City, we're probably one of the bigger ones in the state. Do you think in the back of their heads they're thinking, well, okay, we got this bill up here. Not that they're going to send to you out, but they look at, boy, we got a lot of cans and whatnot. Let's keep him because he's working on our side. He has investment there. He's always on time. He always diff- he always separates the cans. and He must have an ESG rating of 9.9 out of 10. We'll keep him. Does that make you satisfied, or does that you know make you th- you know feel feel for your other comrades that are in the same business no, in the I, state? No, I feel horrible that places have to close. Like I said, two thousand ten years ago, less than a thousand now. People have to drive miles and miles and miles to right. get their uh, or they don't do and it it's at all. Their money, they right. they pay the deposit. That's right. their money. They should be able to easily get their money back. Where, why? Where's Chuck Schumer in all this? I don't know. I I don't he, imagine he, on our side. He's bad mouthing the ex president. He doesn't care about you know what they're saying on college campuses about him and his people. And he's not helping Bill out by any means. Grab those headsets. Okay. Uh, we're gonna have a phone call here. Tell me if you hear me. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Let's take a phone. Hi, you're on the air. Do you have a question for Bill? Yes. No, not really. I just got to say, Bill, I hope you get your money. I take my cans and bottles over to your place, and you guys do a wonderful job. Well, thank you. And just to answer, uh, since we're talking beer, you said we were like the beer capital, Glenn. Yeah. We aren't even on the list. Well, I thought we were the alcoholic uh, capital of uh, New York State. (laughs) Oh, no. All you got to do is uh, get on your computer and Google it. New Hampshire and Washington, D.C. are one of the worst. Hmm. 
Uh, Milwaukee is the most drunks. Uh, Grand Rapids is considered the beer city, uh, USA. And there's even worse. But we aren't even mentioned. We're not... We're no uh, drunk capital. Oh, well, uh, no, I've heard. I've state. heard. As far as New York State is concerned, we have a higher per capita uh, consumption uh, based on yeah. our population. Well, not... all I got to do is get on your computer. Well, we're I know, but Milwaukee's much bigger than we are. That's for sure. Yeah, but I mean, we're not even mentioned from any city in the United States. All right. Hey, we like and they, they make beer in Milwaukee, there, don't they? Milwaukee's best. We also around, sure. They're not walking around downtown drunk. Well, you, you, have you been, <laughs> have you been, have you been in downtown around lately? Around I, I was at, I was at uh, uh, Spectrum yesterday, and I had the, the biggest whiff of, of marijuana when I was in there. I was like, God, God is anything <laughs> sacred anymore? Everything smells like, I smell like I'm in a frat house wherever I go these days. All right, Glenn. All right, thanks. All right, we got another caller. Hi, do you have a question for, for Bill? No, no reflection on Spectrum. You have a question for Bill? Uh, uh, non-lawyer friend. Yes. Um, check the, uh, donor, do, the donation of the donor class to all our, our uh, elected officials, including Mr. Schumer and even Mr. Uh, Walzick and Mr. Uh, uh, Scott Gray. Uh, in terms of the donor class and the lobbyists, uh, start with that, and um, I feel for you. Uh, I had a corporation for about 20 years, and uh, I know <laughs> you're uh, up against it, and uh, I wish hmm. you well. But uh, uh, as far as the politicians, they go with the donor class. They're after the donor class. Hmm. So, so if you've got a couple million to donate to them, they might listen to you. Ah, interesting. Wow, you got to pay to play, Bill, yeah. apparently. All you got to do is follow the money. Follow yeah. the money. Wow. All right. Well, there's some, some, some advice, but that's politics. Thank you, my friend. That's our non-lawyer friend. Uh, do you believe that you're going to have to cough up some money to win people over so you can get maybe some results from our uh, uh, our representatives in Albany? I don't think that's true, by the way. Well, I don't have any money to cough yeah, up. Yeah, right, right. At this point, so um, I keep coming back to the word purge, reset. Um, is that what other people are saying? They want us out. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you guys have to. I don't know if there's a young whippersnapper. Maybe we can get Mario Frado. He's running uh, against uh, Claudia Tenney again. He's an attorney. Maybe he can help you out here. Because, it, it, he, you know, you, you need someone that's going to fight for the little guy. And here's the other thing why someone like Chuck Schumer should get involved here. They're always talking about green energy, about, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, taking care of the, of, of the environment and whatnot. That's what redemption centers are supposed to be, right? That's what they're supposed to be. So that you don't litter the landscape. And that you you and it because a plastic bottle uh, uh, would, would sit in a landfill uh, or for that matter in someone's sewer line or someone sound in some, some crappy Caribbean country because there's bottles all over the place there's t- billion, millions of, of, of bottles in the ocean uh, that's a big concern and we're not doing anything at least in New York State to do it uh, well, to right, help to facilitate right now this. Um, I don't know exactly where it is but New York State is suing Pepsi why for um, Contributing to too many plastics and to a, a a body of water, I think around Buffalo somewhere. Oh, <laughs> big lawsuit right now! New York State is suing Pepsi because they were dropping bottles in Lake Erie. Well, Pepsi wasn't. They they sell the plastic to consumers. Right. Then consumers are probably throwing it in the so river. It's just like Rochester suing uh, Kia uh, Hyundai. Because you know their their own thugs in the in the Rochester area are, are easily stealing their cars. 
That seems distant. I mean, this association right there doesn't yeah. make any sense. So you have to be held liable for other people's acts because you create plastic bottles that other people aren't responsible for. That doesn't seem to make much sense. And if they had more redemption centers, right? People would return them rather yeah, right. than throw well, them away. That's what I'm saying because if we're looking at a, uh, a, a, a you know. Fossil fuels are going to be eliminated by the year 2035, 2040. We can't, we, we can't have landfills anymore. And, and yet, because of what you're saying just in the last four months, we're going backwards, Bill. We're yeah. not even close. All right, we got another call here. Hi, do you have a question for Bill? Hey, yeah, what's going on, Glenn? It's hey, Tim. Uh, so, Bill, a couple questions, uh, a little curious. Uh, so this uh, company that you deal with uh, is kind of the middleman, right? Right. Uh, is there a way to bypass them and maybe try to uh, get a subcontractor to try to take your your uh, merchandise to, to, to where they take it, for one. That's question one. The other thing, maybe hold back some of your cans a little bit instead of, you know, doing so many loads per week. Hold it back, see if they get catch up with you and try to get back on track a little bit. Just kind of hold some things back. And uh, hmm. the other thing is, do you know... Um, what would the guesstimation be? I'm uh, kind of curious about this. Uh, the price per can, aluminum cans, and if you crushed them into like a cube, how much that would weigh? You would get that comparable to what you're paying for those. those wow! Things. I want to hang up and hear what you got to say. Jeez, you know I, sure, I wish I wrote these down. Yeah. All right, thanks, Tim. I appreciate. It. All right, so one, would you would you would you hold back some of your uh, bottles and, until everything's quiet? I don't know if that would work. Well, that would I ruin don't. Your ha- I don't really have room to store them. Right, right. You know, we're receiving over a half a million containers a week. Right. Which is equivalent to five full tractor trailer loads a week. Wow. So I'd have to. I don't even know where the heck I'd store that many. Right. You know, right. I gotta I gotta process them and get them out. Right. To, I don't have room. Right. Uh, the only so, thing I can think of is an old truck, but that you'd have to expand, you know, because I, you know, I, I know they have storage, storage trailers, tra- trailers are, are expensive. Storage trailers are $3,000. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. one trailer, storage trailer would hold one load. Like, right, I right. would need, I would need 20 storage trailers right. to hold a month's worth. And you couldn't get a middleman or someone else to do it for you. That would cut into your margins, right, too. Right, because I don't pay for transportation. The bottom line here is that Tom, Tomer is the only company only that one. does this. What if somehow or other there was a second company, just like we have, you know, you go on any given corner in a busy city in America, you have two, maybe four different gas companies competing with each other. Is that, that we just need more competition I in this? I would say that would, that would help everybody out. But is there any company in Norway or Sweden or some other, you know, uh, a pasty white comp- a country that can be in competition with Tamer or what? Well, uh, there, there was a small I don't know how big they were. There was a small one along the southern tier, Ithaca, Binghamton area, yeah. and Tomer just absorbed them. So right. people down that way had an option, right. but not anymore because now Tomer bought them. So one day, someone like Leslie Stahl, when she's not making fun of the uh, of conservatives and whatnot, will sit in front of the Tomer CEO, or at least the American or North American representative, and have a case. This hasn't happened yet, but this is going to happen. And they're going to say, Tomer started in 1979, blah, blah, blah. And they did it because of this new law. And then they expanded across the ocean. And today, they own more than 99% of all the redemption centers. However, the big question is, what happened to the other 6,000 redemption centers that closed since July of 2023? That's the scenario. That hasn't happened yet. Something tells me it will happen. 
But right now, it just seems like the agony is going to continue. You saying during the commercial break, Bill, that you know you you just you're going to be losing a, a nice a, a large sum of money here at the end of the day. But your worry is whether or not this is going to continue. Right. Uh, them them jipping you, so to speak. Based on uh, past experience with them, it, they makes you uneasy. They make tons of mistakes. Right. Are they really mistakes? Right. Or like when they don't pay me for all my product, right, and, right, right. and then they don't ever make it right. right. It just keeps snowballing and snowballing into a, a huge amount of money they owe me. So at any time, because of this, if there's enough publicity, Channel 7, we're talking about it, would say the bank that you work with, I'm assuming you have a bank that you work with every week because that's where your checking account is, mm-hmm. um, or for that matter, taxes on the place and the state or the city, w- would they say, hey, you have a reprieve here. We'll see what's going on here. Do you have any 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 type of recourse there as far as you know what you owe on a regular basis? Can they say, hey, we see you having problems? Can you, It's almost like the, your, your mom saying, hey, my son got sick last night. He couldn't finish his homework. Can, can someone come to bat for you? Well... I don't. I don't think so. I I talked to my bank when uh, we went two weeks with no payment. Right. And I said, I owe you guys money. Yeah. Right. They're not going <laughs> to you know? Right. So if I if I close, I'm not going to be able to make my payments. Right. 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 Um. I want to stay open. Right. Are you going to be able to help me out if they don't make a payment this week? And what they said. And they said yes. Yeah, they, okay. they would extend my credit. Right. 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 Um. But then that that week they did send me the sixty one thousand out of the ninety eight thousand they owed me at that time. Jeez. Um. So. Yeah. Amazing. You know, so luckily I didn't have to borrow money. Well, they're they're on your side, it seems. Hi, oh, yeah. you're, you're on the air. Yeah, hi. Uh, hi, Glenn. Hi, Bill. Hi. Uh, I, I'm calling from the Boston area. Yeah. And uh, I just want to let you, you know, I just wonder what you're thinking. You know, uh, Monday mornings, uh, I, I take out my trash barrels, right? I put them out front, and they're collected. And then I have a bin, a free bin from the town I live in. And I put all my recyclables, bottles and cans and all that there. And that another truck comes along and takes that away. And I get no money. But that's what they do here. Uh, I just wonder, is that done up there? And, you know, what do you think of that? Hmm. I, I know it's a doesn't help Bill out. <laughs> well, actually, it does. Uh, how so? Um, tons of people uh, take them to the local landfills. Right. And they're basically sorted. It's just a bag of redemption. And right. they drop it off at the landfills. Right. All the landfills come to us. I got you, yeah. So uh, we have all the towns. Yeah. Uh, they bring in a... Yeah, you're in you're in Three Mile Bay or, or uh, up in uh, Off the, Clock Road. I think you are. Maybe you're somewhere else. Sorry. Yeah. But that... Okay. So that, that would be good. In other words... So this, a ton of people just yeah. throw them with their recyclables. Right. The local town dumps. Right. right. Uh, uh, capture them and... and Turn them into us for money. So, do you like the that system? Are, are you annoyed that you're not getting your your money back from the cans you leave in your curb, sir? Well, I mean, you know, it's easy that way. Yeah, That's typical Boston. Way. Just pennies. We're important. Simply easy, and uh, I don't know where I would go or what, so I just put it out there. Right. And uh, it's okay. Right. Uh, but I just wondered where it went. I wondered if you guys do it up there as well. No, no. Yeah, I'm in the. Boston area. Right, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Five cents a mere bag of shells up in Boston. Well, that's great. I appreciate you. Yeah, I know you're originally from this area. I appreciate you calling yeah. in, sir, about this. You bet. Thank you. Thank, Thank you very you. much.
Well, interesting angles on all this. Tim came up with some cra- crazy. Well, what, one thing he said was, "What if you crush the cans yourselves? Uh, would you? You know, that's just not an option." Um, no, because then you want to know what, who yeah. to charge. Right, right, if right. If you have just squished all the cans together right. for scrap aluminum, right. scrap aluminum is a lot less than eight and a half cents per can. So, so yeah, that that wouldn't be feasible at all. It's mid-November. Where are you going to be by St. Patrick's Day? What, 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 what do you what do you want to be in St. Patrick's Day? Uh, getting accurate payments, right? And hopefully, most of my back pay. And you know that you're not going to get all. I mean, it, you have a you have a suspicion it, that you're not going to get all. It's not looking good. It's that, not looking good. That's discouraging, is it? Yeah. And you're putting an addition on your building. Yeah, we were we were receiving payments, right? Those estimated payments. And keeping track, and we knew we weren't really that far off, and, right, right. and uh, money was coming in, and we're like, hey, we need to build this addition. And Are then you, as soon as we started building it, the payments stopped. And then then what I do? You know, I, right. I had to keep going. Are you tapping into other resources in your own savings personally? Oh, Bill? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's taxing, no? Yeah, I have a, a home equity line of credit right. with one a different bank than my normal bank. Right. I had, uh, when we didn't get paid in July, you had to tap I into had that? to go... I had room on my home equity line of credit. I had to I had to pull twenty thousand dollars off that to, but to now, keep open. But that's got an interest rate on it. I'm oh, sure yeah. it's a good one. But that it, that adds up. Well, Bill, uh, what phone number can you know? How can people help help you? I mean, how, you know, what what can people do? I would do? say uh, call call your legislators. Uh, there's a bottle bill. Hopefully, Mark uh, Senator Mark Walzick's listening yeah, right he's, now. Yeah, he's involved. I had a meeting with him. He's, yeah. gr- he's a great guy. He's a bulldog. So once they go back in session in January, if, if we could get the uh, handling fee increased, right. that would be tremendous. Well, I got to go. But, Bill, thank you very much. Let's thank stay you. in touch. Bill, make sense. Redemption Center. The one thing you can do is bring your redemptions to Larray Street. It's quick and easy, and you're in and out of there. You get your accurate pay. AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes this legal. Of course, thanks again, Bill. Up next, thank CBS. You. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks. Israel's reviewing a deal for the release of hostages held by Hamas. CBS's Linda Kenyon is at the White House. The deal brokered by the U.S. and Qatar includes six-hour pauses in fighting over four days. During that time, 